welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Neverbands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the COVID-19 injection, experimental COVID-19 injection, and any future injections that might be coming our way, no matter what situation you find yourselves in. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve our medical freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on health, on living a Christian life. Uh, You can find tips on uh, freedom, like the Constitution, and some courses that you could look look into. And um, let's see, I've kind of changed my website around just a touch. Uh, I have a new video up. I'd be so grateful if you go and check that out, just to kind of explain where Move Forth is heading and how I could be helpful to you and your family in the world. And you can find my website at www.move-forth.com. So I'm reading from the Founder's Bible. It is a New American Standard Bible that includes historical documents from the Founder's era. It's a wonderful Bible for your home, I highly recommend one, and you can find one at www.foundersbible.com. I'm also following the five-day Bible reading plan. You can download and print a copy if you'd like at www.5daybiblereading.com. Well, today is day 136, and if you just clicked on this episode, welcome to the podcast. This is a place where we are striving to read the Bible in a year, but you don't have to wait till January 1st. Not on this podcast. Nope. So if you're here for today, awesome. If you're here for a couple weeks or a month, or if you want to finish out the rest of the year, absolutely. So glad to have you. And um, you can just come back and pick up all the episodes before now, or you can just stop this episode and go go to the day one episode today and let today literally be your first day in reading the Bible in a year. So that's kind of how it works here. It's very simple. We read through the... um, verses each day, uh, different books and chapters, and it's been wonderful. I've really enjoyed it. So if you've been here since the beginning, hello, awesome, love it, would love to hear from you. If you've been here since the beginning, please leave a review. That would be awesome. I would greatly appreciate it, and please continue to share this with people in your life. May you be encouraged to do so. All right, well, today we're going to be reading 1 Kings 12, 2 Chronicles 10 and 11, and Titus 1. 1 Kings chapter 12. King Rehoboam acts foolishly. Then Rehoboam went to Shechem, for all Israel had come to Shechem to make him king. Now when Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, heard of it, he was living in Egypt, for for he was yet in Egypt, where he had fled from the presence of King Solomon. Then they sent and called him, and Jeroboam and all the assembly of Israel came and spoke to Rehoboam, saying, Your father made our yoke hard. Now, therefore, lighten the hard service of your father and his heavy yoke, which he put on us, and we will serve you. Then he said to them, Depart for three days, then return to me. So the people departed. King Rehoboam constituted 
oh, excuse me, consulted with the elders who had served his father Solomon while he was still alive, saying, How do you counsel me to answer this people? Then they spoke to him, saying, If you will be a servant to this people today and will serve them and grant them their petition and speak good words to them, then they will be your servants forever. But he forsook the counsel of the elders, which they had given him, and consulted with, a young, with young, the young men who grew up with him and served him. So he said to them, What counsel do you give that we may answer this people who have spoken to me, saying, Lighten the yoke which your father put on us? The young men who grew up with him spoke to him, saying, Thus you shall say to this people who spoke to you, saying, Your father made our yoke heavy, now you make it lighter for us, but you shall speak to them, My little finger is thicker than my father's loins. Whereas my father loaded you with a heavy yoke, I will add to your yoke. My father disciplined you with whips, but I will discipline you with scorpions. Then Jeroboam and all the people came to Rehoboam on the third day, as the king had directed, saying, Return to me on the third day. The king answered the people harshly, for he forsook the advice of the elders which they had given him. And he spoke to them according to the advice of the young men, saying, My father made your yoke heavy, but I will add to your yoke. My father disciplined you with whips, but I will discipline you with scorpions. So the king did not listen to the people, for it was a turn of events from the Lord, that he might establish his word, which the Lord spoke through Ahijah, the Shilonite, to Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. The kingdom divided. Jeroboam rules Israel. When all Israel saw that the king did not listen to them, the people answered the king, saying, What portion do we have in David? We have no inheritance in the son of Jesse. To your tents, O Israel. Now look after your own house, David. So Israel departed to their tents. But as for the sons of Israel who lived in the cities of Judah, Rehoboam reigned over them. Then King Rehoboam sent Adoram, who was over the forced labor, and all Israel stoned him to death. And King Rehoboam made haste to mount his chariot to flee to Jerusalem. So Israel has been in rebellion against the house of David to this day. It came about when all Israel heard that Jeroboam had returned, that they sent and called him to the assembly and made him king over all Israel. None but the tribe of Judah followed the house of David. Now when Rehoboam had come to Jerusalem, he assembled all the house of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin. 180,000 chosen men who were warriors to fight against the house of Israel to restore the kingdom to Rehoboam, the son of Solomon. But the word of God came to Shemaiah, the man of God, saying, Speak to Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, king of Judah, and to all the house of Judah and Benjamin, and to the rest of the people, saying, Thus says the Lord, You must not go up and fight against your relatives, the sons of Israel. Return every man to his house, for this thing has come from me. So they listened to the word of the Lord, and returned, and went their way according to the word of the Lord. Jeroboam's Idolatry Then Jeroboam built Shishim in the hill country of Ephraim and lived there. And he went out from there and built Penuel. Jeroboam said in his heart, Now the kingdom will return to the house of David. If this people go up to offer sacrifices in the house of the Lord at Jerusalem, then the heart of this people will return to their Lord, even to Rehoboam king of Judah, and they will kill me and return to Rehoboam king of Judah. So the king consulted and made two golden calves, and he said to them, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Behold your gods, O Israel, that brought you up from the land of Egypt. 
He set one in Bethel, and the other put he put in Dan. Now this thing became a sin, for the people went to worship before the one as far as Dan. And he made houses on high places and made priests from among all the people who were not of the sons of Levi. Jeroboam instituted a feast in the eighth month on the fifteenth day of the month, like the feast which is in Judah. And he went up to the altar, thus he did in Bethel, sacrificing to the calves which he had made. And he stationed in Bethel the priests of the high places which he had made. Then he went up to the altar which he had made in Bethel on the fifteenth day of the, in the eighth month, even in the month which he had devised in his own heart, and he instituted a feast for the sons of Israel, and went up to the altar to burn incense. Second Chronicles chapter 10 Rehoboam's Reign of Folly Then Rehoboam went to Shishem for all Israel had come to Shishem to make him king. When Jeroboam the son of Nebat heard of it, for he was in Egypt, where he had fled from the presence of King Solomon, Jeroboam returned from Egypt. So they sent and summoned him. When Jeroboam and all Israel came, they spoke to Rehoboam, saying, Your father made our yoke hard. Now therefore lighten the hard service of your father and his heavy yoke, which he put on us, and we will serve you. He said to them, Return to me again in three days. So the people departed. Then King Rehoboam consulted with the elders who had served his father Solomon while he was still alive, saying, How do you counsel me to answer this people? They spoke to him, saying, If you will be kind to this people and please them and speak good words to them, then they will be your servants forever. But he forsook the counsel of the elders which they had given him and consulted with the young men who grew up with him and served him. So he said to them, What counsel do you give that we may answer this people who have spoken to me, saying, Lighten the yoke which your father put on us? The young men who grew up with him spoke to him, saying, Thus you shall say to the people who spoke to you, saying, Your father made our yoke heavy, but you make it lighter for us. Thus you shall say to them, My little finger is thicker than my father's loins. Whereas my father loaded you with a heavy yoke, I will add to your yoke. My father disciplined you with whips, but I will discipline you with scorpions. So Jeroboam and all the people came to Rehoboam on the third day, as the king had directed, saying, Return to me on the third day. The king answered them harshly, and King Rehoboam forsook the counsel of the elders. He spoke to them according to the advice of the young men, saying, My father made your yoke heavy, but I will add to it. My father disciplined you with whips, but I will discipline you with scorpions. So the king did not listen to the people, for it was a turn of events from God that the Lord might establish his word, which he spoke through Ahijah the Shilonite to Jeroboam the son of Nebat. When all Israel saw that the king did not listen to them, the people answered the king, saying, What portion do we have in David? We have no inheritance in the son of Jesse. Every man to your tents, O Israel. Now look after your own house, David. So all Israel departed to their tents. But as for the sons of Israel who lived in the cities of Judah, Rehoboam reigned over them. Then King Rehoboam sent Hadaram, who was over the forced labor, and the sons of Israel stoned him to death. And King Rehoboam made haste to mount his chariot to flee to Jerusalem. So Israel has been in rebellion against the house of David to this day. Second Chronicles chapter 11. Rehoboam reigns over Judah and builds cities. 
Now when Rehoboam had come to Jerusalem, he assembled the house of Judah and Benjamin, 180,000 chosen men who were warriors to fight against Israel, to restore the kingdom to Rehoboam. But the word of the Lord came to Shemaiah, the man of God, saying, Speak to Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, king of Judah, and to all Israel in Judah, and Benjamin, saying, Thus says the Lord, You shall not go up or fight against your relatives. Return every man to his house, for this thing is from me. So they listened to the words of the Lord and returned from going against Jeroboam. Rehoboam lived in Jerusalem and built cities for defense in Judah. Thus he built Bethlehem, Etam, Tekoa, Bethzur, Soko, Adullam, Gath, Merasha, Ziph, Adoram, Lashish, Azekah, Zorah, Aijalon, and Hebron, which are fortified cities in Judah and in Benjamin. He also strengthened the fortresses and put officers in them and stores of food, oil, and wine. He put shields and spears in every city and strengthened them greatly. So he held Judah and Benjamin. Moreover, the priests and the Levites, who were in all Israel, stood with him from all their districts. Jeroboam appoints false priests. For the Levites left their pasture lands and their property and came to Judah and Jerusalem, for Jeroboam and his sons had excluded them from serving as priests to the Lord. He set up priests of his own for the high places, for the satyrs, and for the calves which he had made. Those from all the tribes of Israel, who set their hearts on seeking the Lord God of Israel, followed them to Jerusalem to sacrifice to the Lord God of their fathers. They strengthened the kingdom of Judah and supported Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, for three years, for they walked in the way of David and Solomon for three years. Rehoboam's family. Then Rehoboam took a wife, Mahalath, the daughter of Jeremoth, the son of David, and of Abihail, the daughter of Eliab, the son of Jesse, and she bore him sons, Jush, Shemariah, and Zaham. After her, he took Makkah, the daughter of Absalom, and she bore him Abijah, Atai, Ziza, and Shelemith. Rehoboam loved Makkah, the daughter of Absalom, more than all his other wives and concubines, for he had taken 18 wives and 60 concubines and fathered 28 sons and 60 daughters. Rehoboam appointed Abijah, the son of Makkah, as head and leader among his brothers, for he intended to make him king. He acted wisely and distributed some of his sons through all the territories of Judah and Benjamin to all the fortified cities, and he gave them food in abundance, and he sought many wives for them. The Letter of Paul to Titus, Chapter 1, Salutation Paul, a bondservant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, for the faith of those chosen of God and the knowledge of the truth which is according to godliness, in the hope of eternal life, which God, who cannot lie, promised long ages ago, but at the proper time manifested even his word in the proclamation with which I was entrusted according to the commandment of God our Savior, to Titus, my true child in a common faith, grace and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Savior. Qualifications of Elders For this reason I left you in Crete, that you would set in order what remains and appoint elders in every city as I directed you, 
Namely, if any man is above reproach, the husband of one wife having children who believe not accused of dissipation or rebellion. For the overseer must be above reproach as God's steward, not self-willed, not quick-tempered, not addicted to wine, not pugnacious, not fond of sordid gain, but hospitable, loving what is good, sensible, just, devout, self-controlled, holding fast the faithful word which is in accordance with the teaching, so that he will be able both to exhort in sound doctrine and to refute those who contradict. For there are many rebellious men, empty talkers and deceivers, especially those of the circumcision, who must be silenced because they are upsetting whole families, teaching things they should not teach for the sake of sordid gain. One of themselves, a prophet of their own, said, Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, lazy gluttons. This testimony is true. For this reason, reprove them severely so that they may be sound in the faith, not paying attention to Jewish myths and commandments of men who turn away from the truth. To the pure, all things are pure, but to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure, but both their mind and their conscience are defiled. They profess to know God, but by their deeds they deny him, being detestable and disobedient and worthless for any good deed. And those are our readings for today. So I took a moment. um, This Bible provides a great just summary or explanation about, um, you know, the author of the books, about when it was written and what's contained in the book and so Titus. So it was written around 63 to 64 from Nicopolis and it was written by Paul and Titus apparently along with Timothy, they are his um, spiritual sons. And so Titus, let's see, uh, I think he was one of the first converts in, in Antioch in Greece so, um, and Titus was just one of his go-to people to help spread the word. And so he wrote this when he was in, imprisoned, Paul did. And so, um, he is explaining, you know, how the church can grow and what, um, I guess it would be expectations, um, there would be, uh, and this is, you know, establishing elders. And then it will go on to say, what the older and the younger folks do. And this is also in Timothy where it's talking about, you know, where he's instructing Timothy on everybody's role in the church and, you know, who can minister and the elders and all of those things. And I think it's just a wonderful, um, it's just a, a, a wonderful thing that we get to look into on how, this, how the church, how the body of Christ, how it was built and how they did this. It's incredible. Uh, you know, Paul, he couldn't even be there some of the time. So he had to instruct and, uh, that he was able to do so. Uh, it's still, it's just, it's, it brings pause, you know, I mean, like imagine if (laughs) these amazing apostles, if they did not try to to spread the good news of Jesus, right? I mean, it just, it it really just 
blows my mind really to think about it, that this might not even have been a possibility for us to be sitting in the presence of God in his word today. And what a sad world that would be. Ooh, gosh. Ooh, just take a breath on that one. Let's go ahead and say our prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for teaching us yet again about your people throughout this incredible book, throughout the Bible, throughout history that brings us to the present that is still uh, can is, is still applicable today in the body of Christ, where we are called to not judge those who don't believe in you, Jesus. We are, but we are called to, hey, you know, we need to get back to this is how we're supposed to do it, and it helps us to establish um, just the order. The, the, the order of things, the perfect order that you designed for things so that there don't need to be questions and that there doesn't need to be any confusion or that um, people that might come into a leadership position, that they might not be in that position if we truly are, you know, living in your perfect order in the body of Christ. And I'm not just talking about, I'm not talking about church buildings and and establishments. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the literal body of Christ that we are. That is the church. That is the church. And, And what a blessing to be a part of that. What an absolute blessing to have the Holy Spirit alive in us. Thank you. And please be with us and help us to to reflect and and to strive to walk the narrow path with you, Jesus. That's what we pray for, the narrow path, especially now. As the world is so very loud and chaotic, we just, we pray that we can walk that narrow path, Jesus. I say these prayers in your precious name. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here. And please continue to share this with people in your life. Please feel free to uh, do a review. That would be great. You know, even if you just want to do a couple stars, you don't have to write anything. Uh, That would be awesome if you are enjoying this. And, but I would love to hear uh, anything that you have to say maybe about how this has impacted your life or what you've learned or any of those things. I love I love hearing that. Well, I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.